Over the Fence Podcast, back again for another episode, trying things a little bit different today. Well, it's just time to do some new content, so I don't really have a main topic, but it's an exciting time in baseball right now. Um, so first off, you know, the playoffs that we're pretty much midway through, and um, not to be too topical, I try to keep the episodes from being too topical, but if I'm going to do more, then they're going to have to be that way, and there's definitely um, there was definitely an exciting game last night between the Dodgers and the Brewers. And did anybody notice that Manny Machado, when he hit that home run, and he's going around third base and he did that money sign. He did that thing where he was rubbing his fingers together, the money sign. And I don't know if that's a thing the Dodgers do because I've seen Jock Peterson do it. But I noticed that when Manny did it, he wasn't looking at anybody. He wasn't looking at the dugout or anything like that. He just kind of did the sign. And I wonder if that was kind of him thinking... You know, I'm, I, I'm sure this is what he's thinking. Having a huge postseason, being really productive is really going to help him cash in. You know, those baseball fans who can look back as far back as I can remember, can definitely remember um, Carlos Beltran in 2004 having a ridiculous postseason with the Astros and then getting a monster contract from the Mets that offseason going into 2005. And that probably had a lot to do with um, his big postseason. It really increased his value as a player. So if Manny Machado can have a monster postseason, then that would definitely be huge for him as far as his payday going into next year. And speaking of Machado and speaking of payday, the big topic where I am is what's happened with the Yankees and Didi Gregorius, who's now going to have Tommy John surgery. And Tommy John, as we know, is not as devastating for a position player as it is for a pitcher, because if you're a position player, um, you can recover and you can probably be back on the field in less than a year. But less than a year could mean July, it could mean August, it could mean not at all. It could mean it's possible he could have a setback. You know, the Mets have a player, TJ Rivera, who had Tommy John surgery. He had a setback. He didn't play all season. So it's possible DD may, may not play all season. And this coming up season, this 2019, is actually supposed to be his walk year. So what do they do? Well, Manny Machado's a free agent, and I'm sure he'd love to come to the Yankees and put on pinstripes and get paid and be the man over there at shortstop. And I can tell you this much. The Yankees are not going to, at least I don't think, they're going to use stop gaps at that position. The Yankees are going to need to have a big player at shortstop. And I think it's just always going to be that way. You know, because they had Jeter there for so many years, now shortstop with the Yankees, it's like a throne. It's like a royal position. You can't just stick anybody there. So, you know, when they got Didi, they knew he was a, a good player. They knew he was a better player than he'd been up to that point, And he became that here. And now that Didi may not be a Yankee anymore, now that this injury may lead him right into his free agency, and I believe he's going to be 30, they may look to Machado, who's younger and um, wants to play short, and they have options because if Didi comes back during the season, they can have Machado play a little third. Maybe Didi can play a little third. Maybe they trade Andujar. Um, they have an embarrassment of riches over there, and what they really need is pitching. You know, So we'll see if they do that. They go after pitching, and um, that's really what they need. They need that lockdown ace. They need that Chris Sale type who's going to go out there and just make it so that they need somebody who's lights out in, the, in a playoff game. And even though there are no guarantees in a playoff game, that guy who's really going to scare you. The Yankees don't have that guy. The closest thing they have to that is Severino. He was great in the wild card great game. He was not so great against the Red Sox. And let's just face it, the Red Sox have become what their counterpart in football has become, the Patriots. If you want to win, you got to find a way to beat them. And that's what the American League is going to be about 
definitely going into next year, probably for the next couple of years, what kind of team can you put together that's going to be able to beat the Red Sox? So it's definitely going to be an interesting series between them and Houston because we'll see if Houston already has what they need. And if not, and they end up losing, then they're going to be doing the same thing. What can we do to make it so that we can beat the Red Sox in a playoff series next year? Because if you want to go to the World Series in the American League, that's probably who you're going to have to go through for at least another year. Um, you know, there are a lot of talent there. But this National League series is really going to be exciting. And honestly, you know, we know baseball's crazy. A lot of people may look at the American League teams and say, hey, you know, between Houston and Boston, neither National League team is any real competition for them. But the Brewers are so hot right now. And even though their bullpen wasn't great last night, um, and they almost let the Dodgers come back. They just look like they can find all kinds of ways to win, and they can probably beat anyone. They haven't lost the game in I don't know how long. They won that tiebreak game. They won the wild. Um, they didn't have to play in the wild card game because they won the tiebreak, and then sweeping Colorado. Um, now winning this first game against the Dodgers. Now they're not sweeping the Dodgers. I'm I'm pretty sure of that. If they end up sweeping the Dodgers, I'd be stunned. They definitely are going to lose some games, and the Dodgers definitely have a chance in this series. You know, it's only been game one. They haven't even gone to L.A. yet. But the Brewers look like they can beat anyone. So if I'm an American League team watching them, I know that, you know, they're going to be solid. They won't have a DH or a legitimate one. Um, They do have some interesting bats off the bench. So do the Dodgers, by the way. I mean, these teams are very deep. I mean, I'm looking at the Dodgers, and you see how many players they have. They have, you know, guys like Yasiel Puig coming off the bench sometimes. And, you know, um, just just a very deep team hitting-wise. And um, the Brewers, too, you know, very deep. Um, The Brewers, what really amazes me is they have so many players on their team that were not on the team last year. I mean, they really went for it. They really, this was the quintessential example of putting together a team and building a team just in one offseason and during the course of the season. You got uh, Christian Yelich, you know, who he wasn't there last year. Um, Lorenzo Cain wasn't there last year. Gio Gonzalez, who started last night's game, wasn't there last year. Um, there are a few others. Mike Moustakas, who they got during the season, you know, he wasn't there last year. I mean, they really pieced together a team that is just so capable in the postseason. And in baseball, that's all you need. You need the right players. You need the right mix of players. You can try to build a super team in the offseason, or you can, you know, go about building long-term like the Astros did. Those things can sometimes work, but sometimes it works just to put the pieces together right before it's time, and you just get that right mix, and everybody just goes, and, and that's what's happening with them right now. They're hot, and they're going. And they don't look like they're playing over their heads. They look like they are a genuinely good team. Oh, and Christian Yelich. Did I forget Christian Yelich? The possible MVP, he wasn't there last year. So they really have done an amazing job building in Milwaukee. And they haven't been... um, I'd forgotten, actually, that they played in the LCS in 2013. And they lost to the Cardinals that year. Because I was thinking, this is the first time in a while that Milwaukee's been in the playoffs. And I was thinking, I think they've been in the playoffs. Maybe Actually, no, it was 2011 when they were in the postseason against the Cardinals. I don't remember anything about that series, but I know they lost to the Cardinals. And, of course, that was the year the Cardinals beat the Rangers in that amazing World Series. So, um, sorry about that. That's my phone. Um, So, this is the Over the Fence podcast. We're going to come at you with more topics. I'm going to do a few off-the-cuff episodes like this, too, just to keep content going. Um, Let me know your thoughts on the playoffs. If any interesting new topics come up, obviously Hot Stove is coming and free agency. This is going to be a huge free agency season between Machado and Bryce Harper and Patrick Corbin. And how many of these players are not going to the Yankees? (laughs) Some of them are going to go to other places, I'm sure. But the Yankees are getting one or two. They're going to get a couple of prizes here. And um, 
you know, who else? Daniel Murphy's out there. And it's, it's going to be a very interesting free agency season. So we're going to be busy going all the way up into December, January, right up until spring training starts. And, of course, I'm going to bring in some old school topics and some, like, social baseball topics and some social sports topics. I might go outside of baseball, not for, like, you know, game time stuff with other sports, but just, like, social stuff, like, you know, talking about um, just topics that are related to these things. So I'm just going to keep going with this. So Over the Fence Podcast, thanks for listening. See you next time.